Thanks for tuning in to the CHCA Entrepreneurial Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Carter, and this podcast is made possible from the Entrepreneurship and Sustainability Program at Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy. Today's podcast is especially cool. Here at Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy, we are focused on training and building into the entrepreneurs of the future. We're training students, and specifically high school students. And today's guest is a high school student, not a student at CHCA, but a student at Coleraine High School. He's 17 years old. His name is Xander Wynn, and he's also involved in the digital media program at Butler Tech. Now, here's what's really cool. Xander is currently running his own business, X-Win Films, where he does videography and photography for special events. And again, he's just 17 years old. Today, we're going to talk about his journey and his experiences and ultimately his inspiration and plans for the future. So check out this conversation with Xander Wynn. Joining me today is Xander Wynn. Xander is 17 years old. He goes to Coleraine High School and is involved in the digital media program at Butler Tech. Xander, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So Xander, you've got quite a story here. You are, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you're the owner of a production company called X.Win Films. Yes. So tell me a little bit about this. Um, yes, yeah, so Exile One Films is basically a video production company where we do anything from recap videos, event live streaming, music videos, weddings, um, pretty much everything. And now we're diving a lot into photography. And so we've been doing prom pictures, senior pictures, and we have a couple of family pictures and anniversary pictures coming up here soon. Now, I, I noticed in your response, you kept saying we. Uh, do you operate with a team or is this just kind of you doing this? Yes, at the beginning, it was just me. But then um, last year, we gathered uh, three of our guys from just from friends that I've had over the years, and they've joined in and joined the movement and got to got to really experience everything and wanted to join what I was doing. And they have come in full force. Okay, so let me just clarify this a little bit. You're 17 years old. Yes, sir. You're running a production company. <laughs> I mean, this is, this, this is awesome. Um, so, I mean, you, you then, uh, if I'm understanding correctly, you also have employees. Yes. Okay. So are you doing all of these pieces of, you know, the, the money's coming in from these jobs, you're paying your employees. Um, I mean, what kind of learning curve was that for you? Um, it was definitely hard. It was definitely um, something that I was really new to and did have any clue what to do. But definitely having um, a support system behind my mom, um, my mentor, Jordan Bankston, and just having so many other people in my life that I've learned film from to be able to fall back on and ask, how do I do this? How do I do that? What's the process for this has been really huge in me taking on the business side of everything. Excellent. Well, where did your interest in film start? Um, So basically growing up, um, it was just me, my mom and my sister. And so not having that father figure in my life or my dad, I really um, searched for that and wondered what that would be like. So um, I used to write a lot of stories. I used to write stories about what it would be like with my dad and just imagining everything. And so I always wanted to tell my story and tell, be able to broadcast that. And so going into the seventh grade, um, one of my best friends, Jeremiah, um, he was going to this two week film festival 
um, basically a program downtown on over the Rhine. And he didn't want to go alone. So my mom forced me to go with him. And so I went with him on that and we created our first short film, which was called Frere, which was basically um, surrounded around the abandonment of my father and coming back into my life and that parallel of um, the father and son uh, relationship. And that film had got submitted to the White House and we got the opportunity to meet pre former president Barack Obama and have our film shown on the White House lawn. So that's that's how it all started. Okay, now, 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 slow down just a minute here, Xander, because you know I, I want to point out. So, how old were you when when this was taking place? Seventh grade. I would have been fourteen. So you're fourteen years old, mm -hmm. and President Barack Obama is watching a film that you made for a film company. I mean, I mean, how do, how does that feel as a fourteen year old? Oh, uh, it was definitely surreal. Um, I remember my mom told me, and I just—I think I laughed at her for a second. I was like, "Okay, <laughs> this is a good joke. I, this is great." But um, really, what festival do you get into? And she was like, "I'm serious," and I was like, "Really?" And just being there, um, it was crazy. It was tons of security everywhere. So many checkpoints you had to go through, and then being able to actually go into the White House and get our picture taken with him was amazing. Oh, I, I imagine. And I mean, so as a 14 year old, you're seeing something unfold in front of your eyes that would be a dream, you know, for most 40 year olds in the production in the production area. Um, and so I mean, what what does that do for you in terms of visualizing what a future might look like in film? Um, at that point, I, I was like, the, the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. If I can make it to um, the White House Film Festival, I think I can really make it anywhere. And that was just my 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 thought process on that and how I wanted to approach going forward. So tell me a little bit about the, the, the starting point after the success at the film festival. You decide, you know what? I think there's a business here. I think I can start making films for organizations, for churches, for companies. Okay. How do you get started? What did you do? So that was in seventh grade. And then I did the same film festival for about two years. And then in going into my ninth grade year, my, my mentor, Jordan Banks, was like, hey, I see you really enjoy this. This is something you're passionate about. And I think you should really explore it and take it further and take it into a business. Um, so I've always wanted to do feature long films and be on, do movies and go to Broadway and all that good stuff. And so I, know I, ha I knew I had to start somewhere. And so that's when I decided I wanted to make a service business. Let's let's do promo videos. Let's do recap videos. Let's let's go out to events and um, record them, live stream them, take pictures for them. And that's how I would start um, building up my attempt, my attention within the Cincinnati area and just being able to have that fan base to grow even further. Absolutely. OK, so, I mean, what about startup capital? What about money? I mean, how did you how did you piece that together? Um, so I started up a GoFundMe page and that's how I started that. And that did, it got me, it got, it got me a lot of money for me as a 14, as a 16 year old at the time, it got me a lot of money to start up and get me a camera. And then um, I had asked my mother for help on how do, I need more equipment. I need something to actually bring this all together. So one of my mentors down um, at Over the Rhine at the film festival, Frank O'Farrell and the Fourth Wall, 
um, one of the guys that worked there, his name was Eric, and he allowed me to come down there and he had a whole bunch of used gear that he had that he was able to sell to me at a cheaper rate so that I could start off my business. And so I went down there, looked at everything, and he gave me a reasonable price to use everything that I need to actually go to events and make everything come together. You mentioned that your goal and aspiration of yours is to do feature length films. What what are the films that inspire you? What are the films that, or the directors, or what what are the sources of inspiration in the media industry for you? Um, I would say Tyler Perry was my was my big person that I look up to. Just seeing that he was in Atlanta doing his own thing and starting starting something there, not going out to L.A. or New York, but actually starting in L.A. and building up from there, and um, just having all the Medea movies. I love those and everything. Um, but recently, I, I've loved Creed. Creed has been one of my, I think, one of my favorite movies just because of just having the, those workout scenes and the trials and tribulations of getting knocked down and coming back up and just seeing the parallel and seeing him rise to fame, fall back, and then get back up there and having that family aspect with him was was wonderful to see. Absolutely. So you're you're starting this business. You've got these inspirations in 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 dreams and passions, and you know, and just to point out again, you're you're 16 years old. You know, I mean, most people who are starting on this journey, they're in their 20s, um, possibly even after a career change in their 30s. So, I mean, I'll I'll be honest with you, Xander. How how did you get people to take you seriously? I mean, if you're 16 years old with a camera, who who's going to hire you? So I had to really start off by using my word of mouth and people that I already knew. And so I started with my mom and my mom worked at a nonprofit organization downtown and they were having this event and it was a, they didn't have any photographer videographer that was coming out. And my mom was like, Hey, my son's starting this videography business. Um, can he come and record? And so I went, I did headshots for the team. Um, I went and did a recap video for the whole event and was able to capture everything and start to have something to show to other people when I wanted to have events. And then with Jordan Bankston, um, he runs a, a nonprofit organization called Forever Kings. And so he allowed me to go there and actually do a lot of their videography and a lot of their photos to be able to build my brand and to have something to show for. And so I think once I started doing those two, it allowed me to branch out and have work to show that I could go out to other people and say, hey, this is what I can do. Let's work together for a very, very, very cheap price since I'm starting off. And I just want to get my name out there. So, you know, one of the things that we talk about here in the entrepreneurship program at CHCA and with aspiring entrepreneurs, people just kind of starting out, we talk about the pitch. We talk about the elevator pitch and how can you summarize in, you know, 30 seconds or so what your business is all about, why we should invest, why we should be interested. So Xander, I mean, give me, give me a little piece of your pitch. So let's say that I, um, I've got an event coming up. Uh, maybe it's an event at our school. And, you know, I'm kind of shopping around, like, how am I going to, you know, record this event? What am I going to do? And you come up to me and, and I, again, I'm like, well, you know, here's this 17 year old guy. I don't know, you know, what's, what's the deal? How do you, how do you sell your services to someone like me? What would that look like? How you doing, sir? My name is Xander Wynn. I own a film company called X.Win Film. We specialize in event videography. And so what I would love to do is come out to your event, um, just, just free of charge come out to your event and let me record everything. Let me capture every single thing that happens in the room from people talking to the speakers um, talking, to people communicating with each other and having conversation. And I, I assure you that you have something 
great at the end, a great recap video to share to the world, to have people come out to your next event. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, free of charge. Okay. So you're going to come film, you're going to come record. What, what's in, what's in it, what's in it for you? When, when, when do you get paid? Yes. For me at the beginning, that's, that would be my pitch to start off to build. That was be building my clientele. I would come free of charge, nothing, no, no charge at all. But if you, um, I would usually do is after I would send um, the final product, I would say, Hey, I know this was free of charge, but if you would love to contribute to help me keep growing and um, keep doing this further, I would love if you could send me a little money. If not, I appreciate you for your time. And I will be able to post this on social media and be able to grow some traction from that. Man, I mean, you talk about you talk about the hustle. You are out there. You're working for free. You're <laughs> you're doing the grind. Um, I mean, did it has has that strategy paid off for you? Absolutely. Uh, I everything I've done for Forever Kings has been free of charge, and I've gotten so much work from them. And having that, having those videos and pictures to show out to other people. And recently, I've had. Um, I did photos for Gabe Boyce, if you know who that is. He used to go to CHCA, and he now is at St. X. But I did his his um, senior pictures and also his prom pictures. And I think I've got like seven or eight leads off of doing his pictures for free because I know their family and everything. We grew up together, basically. And so going out and doing that one thing for free got me seven or eight different paid leads. So, I mean, you are your own advertising in that way. You're going out and saying, look, you just, just tell people, just, just spread the word, tell them about me. And it's generating all these leads for you. Absolutely. Okay. So, so tell me about the future of X-Win films. I mean, think, you know, give me your five years down the road. What does this look like? I mean, in five years, I want to be able to produce at least two short films. So that would pretty much be my junior year in college. I would love to be able to produce um, two short films by that time, whether that's this year or in college, I would really like to. Um, that that was basically the starting point of where the vision was for my company. And I feel like um, throughout these two years, we've kind of focused on the service side of everything and doing things for other people. But I really want to get back into doing those short films like I did in seventh grade and eighth grade and being able to tell a story and be able to show something um, for people out in the audience. And so it sounds like a lot of this is really kind of an artistic bent on on your point. You're you're you know you're learning the ropes. You're getting this production company off the ground. But for you, the end goal is to contribute meaningful art to the film community. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think having movies that are very meaningful and very inspiring, very powerful, is really is really what I'm going for. And your work are are you? Um, I mean, are you interested in the in front of the camera side of this, or are you only interested in being behind the camera from, from your own perspective? For me, um, I, I love I love the idea of being behind, but um, writing my own scripts and writing my own films, I think I, when I tried to do a short film a year ago and I had actors and I just felt like they didn't portray the main character the way I wanted to. Because most of the stories I tell come from my my background and my story. So um, I've looked into actually being that actor since I have that story inside of me so I could be able to portray exactly what that character is going through. And so I think that moving further, moving forward, I would love to be in front of the camera and also help out behind the camera. So I have I have two spin-off questions for you that relate to some of these topics. And 
The first is, you know, you, you are positioning yourself inside an entrepreneurial community. And basically you're starting a business from scratch. You're doing it a good 10 years before most people do this. Right. What would you say to those listening who have the resources, the time, the talent, the ability to help someone in your position grow their business or per se, like, you know, to, to meet a need on some level, what would you say is something, you know, either speaking as yourself or other entrepreneurs like you, what's something that established business owners, members of, of the entrepreneurial community could do to assist people your age in their entrepreneurship ventures? I think just having that support, just having that support and that word of mouth to go out and say, hey, here's this kid that I've, I've learned about, I've heard about, and I think it'll be really great if you guys check him out and looked at his work. Because I think the one thing is that you can have all the money in the world, you can have all the equipment, but if people don't trust you and people don't recognize what you can do, that you won't have any jobs, you won't have any gigs, and there will be nothing for you to actually capture. And so having that trust within the community having people actually want to come to you and get a great product done, um, I think is really important. So here's my second follow-up question to that. You're positioning yourself in a situation where you yourself could be a source of inspiration to student entrepreneurs. You're going out and you're doing it. And many times we tell our students, whether they're 16, 17, 18, we're preparing them for their future work. We're preparing them to say, hey, when you're 25 and you decide to leave your salaried job and start a business, here are the steps to take. You are in a position where you're doing it now. You're out you know, doing these jobs for free just to raise contacts, just to get networking ability. What kind of advice would you have to other students your age or, or even younger with regard to how they can go out and get their experience now, how they can do this now rather than later. I mean, I think there's no time like the present. There's, there, there, you just have to go out and do it. And you just have to, I think you have to love what you do. If you love what you do, then you can go out there and do it and not get paid and still enjoy it. Um, I did basketball pictures this whole season for West High and I did not get paid $1, but I, I, I loved it. I love being out there with the team, love being able to take the pictures, show them off on, on our Instagram. I got pretty plenty, plenty of leads from those. And now I have three meetings with CPS schools to get into their basketball season and or their football season in this upcoming season. So I think just if you're young and you want to do something, just go do it. There's You have so much time starting young that if you mess up, you can still do it again. You can try something else. You can do it again. And I think that if you just go out and do it, you can tell if you really want to do it and if this is something for you. So with that, with that in mind, you know, now that you're, you're 17, you're kind of planning for the future. Are you planning on, on, on going into college or are you planning on making this your full-time pursuit? Right. Um, so that has been a, a, a definitely a battle and a sure. for, for about a year now. And um, if I do go to college, that I I think I do want to go to college. I just want to have to be able to have that college experience and have that networking within a college. Um, I would really love to go to Howard in um, Washington D.C. and do join the film program where Chadwick Boseman went. And so I think that that would be great for me. But if I did not get into Howard or did not get into the schools that I wanted to, I think I would be okay with running my business and 
it would give me so much more time to run my business, grow leads and everything, and still be able to work at Forever Kings and everything. And so I think where I am now, if I chose not to go to college, I would still be able to have jobs and be able to stay afloat and keep my business running. Early on in this interview, Xander, you talked about how the absence of a father figure really kind of drove a lot of your early passions and a lot of your early experiences. The searching for that drove some of your early writing and even some of your your early film experiences. To what extent would you say, you know, many people would see that as, as a handicap or as something that would be a stumbling block, an absence in their life. To what extent have you found that you've been able to leverage the emotion around that absence, the pain around that absence to help propel you into the future? I think I think it still hurts me to today. It still hurts me sometimes when I when I when I sit down and think about it. But the the thing is that you can't change it. You can't change when nobody was there. You can't change that nobody is here now. But the thing you can do is use that for your good. And I, I remember this one picture I saw where um, there was this alcoholic dad and there was two sons. And one son was an alcoholic and one son was a business owner. And it's just up to you on how you choose to to use that. Do you want to sit in that and be sad and be upset that he wasn't there, he's not there and do the same thing for your kids? Or do you want to turn that around and use that for your own good? And for me, that's where my inspiration comes from, like you said, and just being able to use that when I feel when I feel that pain and feel that loneliness from not having him, um, but just turn it around and start writing, start writing all the time and being able to have something to just have an outlet for my pain and my suffering. Xander, I, I think I speak on behalf of our listeners when I, when I say that your story is truly inspirational and really remarkable, but also at the same time, when we hear that the steps that you took, I mean, the opportunities that, that you've been able to lay out in front, the way that you've really put hard work into this, it, it reminds me of that saying where, People will often look at a situation and say, oh, look how lucky that person's been. But that luck has been, you know, five, six years in the making of you going out and doing it day after day after day. So, you know, a question that I would have is to what extent has persistence been key to your success? To what extent have you had to say, you know what, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going despite obstacles. How has that played a part in your journey? I would say at first it was a struggle um, when I first started out and then we at first did our, we started doing our first short film and then COVID happened and we had stopped and I was just like, I don't want to do this no more. Like maybe this is a sign that I shouldn't be doing this. And I remember the whole, the whole like lockdown and everything. I just wasn't doing anything, wasn't writing, wasn't coming up with ideas, wasn't doing jobs. And I think recently I've really gone back into being persistent and being consistent in my work. And I think um, I've been doing that for a couple months now and I can see the traction I'm getting, the leads I've gotten able to do. And I just think in the past, I've been just like inconsistent with it and use my business as like a side side thing, I would say. And so this last couple months, I've really bared down and and said, this is really what I want to do. And this is really where I want to go with my life. And if I want to do it, I have to be consistent. I have to be there each and every day to work on my craft and get better. Xander, where can people go if they want to learn more about your business or, or even look into having you come do some filming for them? Right. So you can um, visit my website at www.x1films.com. 
and we will have you're able to book online at that at that website or you can visit us on facebook at x1 films llc or you can visit us on instagram at x.win underscore films Awesome. And we'll put a link to that in the description of this podcast episode. Um, but Xander, listen, thank you so much for your time, your story, and, and your inspiration. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. That concludes this episode of the CHCA Entrepreneurial Podcast. If you're interested in supporting this podcast through a sponsorship or learning more about the program, please visit our website at chca-oh.org.